0: Turn with me this evening, please, to our text in Mark, the ninth chapter. In the series, we begin, I guess we've been a couple of messages or so into it now, on faith for miracles. Faith for miracles. And let's believe God together this evening. Because if the Lord is leading us, to minister on this and all of us to hear it and focus on it, what must be His will? What must be His will? That our faith for miracles come up, increase. And as a result, what else? Miracles. More miraculous and things that glorify God occur and happen. In Mark, the ninth chapter, Mark chapter 9, and down about verse uh, 17, and if this is the first time you've been with us on these series, we've already covered quite a bit of uh, ground. Go get the previous series and catch up with us. Uh, It won't cost you anything. Go online, download it, and we also have uh, materials here in, in the building and there in Sarasota. In Mark 9 and 17, one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I've brought to you my son which has a dumb spirit, and wheresoever he takes him, he tears him, and he foams and gnashes with his teeth and pines away, and I spoke to your disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. And they brought him to him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came to him? And he said, Of a child. And oft times it's cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And help us. Jesus said to him. If you can. Believe. All things are possible. To him that believes. How many think what Jesus said is right? Said out loud. All things. things Are possible. possible To him him that believes. believes. Could it be true? Let's say it out loud together. All All things things. are possible to him that believes. Say it again. All things are possible to him that believes. One more time. All things are possible to him that believes. How many things? All things. Fa- that mean the things that they said were impossible. Are possible. The things that look impossible. The things that feel impossible. The things that everybody around you has said, that's no way. Yet, according to Jesus, they are possible. It's possible. It's possible. Is it possible? Even though your body's full of disease. And medical science has no answer. And everything says you have to die young. You have to die prematurely. Your organs are failing. Nothing can be done. It's too far gone. Is it possible to be completely healed and live out your full life? Is it possible? I said, is it possible? Come on. Somebody tell me it's possible. It's possible. For who? Those that believe. Somebody says, "Well, I don't believe that." Well, it's not possible for you.
1: That's
0: right. When I not talking about people that don't believe it. That's right. It is impossible for those that refuse to believe these things. But for those who will believe, it's possible. That's right. Is it possible, yeah. even though you have made the biggest mess out of your life and your relationships, right. and you've, you've? Burned bridges and messed things up and, and your life is shattered. And Is it possible for things to be restored? Is it possible to be happy again? Have good relationships? Is it possible? Is it possible? Somebody say it's possible. It's possible. See the devil will tell you, no, there's no way. Too much has happened. Too late. Too far gone. That same thing is saying it's impossible. Tell me what Jesus said. All things. Well, now, all things has to mean all things. things. Is it possible, even though you owe everybody in town? (laughs) And a lot of folks wrote you off a long time ago. They figure they're never getting that. That's, you just in debt, no way, no how. You could ever figure out how to pay it off if you worked five jobs and. Saved every dime for the next 50 years. Wouldn't pay half of it. It's possible. Is it possible with the Lord's help that you could pay off everything and get ahead and not only be blessed but be able to give to other people, give to the work of God and, and help other people? Is it possible? So, somebody tell me it's possible. It's possible. Who's it possible for? Not for everybody. It's not possible to everybody. Very specific group of people. Him, her, that believes. Am I talking to believers in here tonight? Would somebody lift a hand and say, I believe. I believe. I'm, a I'm a believer. Let them mock. Let them scoff. Hmm? Let them call me superstitious. Whatever they want. Because I'm going to have miracles. I'm going to have things happen in my life that people that don't believe won't have. Jesus said it. I believe it. All things are possible to him that believes. And what did this man say then? Verse 24. He said, straightway, immediately, he responded. The father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. (laughs) Is that possible? Yes. To have a conflict like that? Obviously. It is. What's he saying? I believe what you're telling me. Maybe he's saying, I believe it's possible. And then he's looking at his boy writhing on the ground there. Having this seizure and all these problems. And he you knows how long it's been this way. You know, sometimes it's easy for people on the outside to believe <laughs> But you, if you've gotten used to it and you've had to deal with it and it's been there and it's been there, it's, it's easy to get accustomed to it and accustomed to it not being right. And and everything about it tries to tell you that the way it's been for the last five years, ten years is the way it's going to be tomorrow. And nothing's going to change that. So he's he's facing... All these symptoms, he's facing these contradictions, he's facing this situation. He doesn't know how it can be fixed. Nobody he's dealt with can help him. He just took this boy to Jesus' disciples who had a reputation for helping people and ministering to people successfully, and they were a total failure. That's why he tells Jesus, if you can do anything, See, he's getting to the place where they couldn't do it. Maybe he can't do it either. Maybe nobody can do anything. Maybe this is just it. This is my life. But when Jesus tells him that, how many believe there was faith in the voice of Jesus? There was power and light when Jesus told him, if you believe, all things are possible to him. Do you believe that went right through that man? Did it? And what did he say? I believe. I do. And then the reality of the situation hit him again and he thought, help me. (laughs) He's looking at his boy, rather than help me with my unbelief. And he must have got help. I said he must have got help. He must have been able to make the change and the transition because verse 25 says, Jesus saw the people came running together. He rebuked the foul spirit. He said, you dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you come out of him and enter no more into him. Verse 26. The Spirit cried and ran him sore came out of him, he was as one dead, insomuch that many said he's dead, but he wasn't dead. he was healed, he was free, and it was possible, even though they'd suffered these years with this terrible condition, it was possible for that family to be free from this awful thing, and for this uh, young man to have a normal life. It was possible because they Believed. Somebody say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. believer. Now, last time in the series, we talked about the spirit realm. We see here Jesus dealing with a spirit. Now, you just saying that statement, you lose a lot of people. I mean. Thousands upon thousands of church-going people, you start talking about a spirit is the cause of it. They're like, eh. <laughs> no, we're, we're educated nowadays, and we found out that it's neurological disorder, it's this, it's that, it's the other. Well, maybe you find out how to track some of the results, but what's causing it? What's behind it? Did you know there's a life in cancer cells? It's not a, a God kind of life. It's something. What's in that? What's behind that? If you say these cells are alive, the thing, the disease that's in the body, the virus that's in the body, whatever the thing, there's a life, if you will that's in that, you can see that it's alive, it multiplies, it's expanding and growing and causing the body all kind of problems. Well, what is the life force behind that? Well, it's spirit. Always has been, always will be. And until we acknowledge this, we're going to be locked into dealing with things only on a natural level, and it is not enough. I said, it is not enough. Thank God for what the Lord has shown people, uh, researchers, scientists, doctors, etc., how to help on a natural level. Thank God for it. I mean, don't get the idea that we're against doctors and medicine around here. Anybody told you something or left that impression, it's absolutely wrong. I believe a man or woman can be called to the medical profession just like I'm called to preach. Oh, yes, sir. And I believe the Lord can help a man or woman in that field and quicken their mind and guide their hands. Are you with me? Yes. And make them a blessing and a help. And a whole lot of folks in this room wouldn't be here tonight right. if it wasn't for some doctors and so some- and so, to say anything disrespectful is just ignorant and hypocritical yeah. Yeah. i 'm mean, not hypocritical to say something negative and then go to somebody and ask for help yeah, right. yeah. and it 's no wonder that some folks in the medical field think they don 't like preachers like us and churches like us because a lot of dumb stuff has been said, and they 've seen a lot of hypocrisy yeah. Yeah. but If they have any humility about them, they'll admit there's a whole lot they don't know. And it's so quickly that it gets to the place where they don't know anything to do. They can't fix it. They can't help. And even in their best efforts, so many times, they lose the battle. Time after time, they fight it the best way they know how, but it's not enough. It's not enough. And one of the reasons why is because you're only dealing with it in the physical. You're only dealing with it in the natural. And it's not enough. Thank God for that arm of help. And don't hesitate to use it. And be glad and thankful for it. But you're not limited to that. I said you're not limited to that. That's not all we have as believers. And in order to, to operate in the way Jesus and uh, the disciples operated, the way they operated in the book of Acts, you and I are going to become, have to become much more spirit aware. Yes. Much more spirit aware and not just try to do things in the flesh. We need to pray a little further. Man, there's some significant things here that you and I need to get to. Will you believe with me? You know, I can't do it. You can't do it by yourself, but I know it's the will of the Lord. If we'll agree and cooperate, it'll come out. We'll get it. And it's not just a head full of knowledge. It leads to a heart full of faith. And that leads to miracles. Believe with me right now. Father, in Jesus' name we release our faith asking you for anointed utterance asking you for revelation of light and truth that makes free a supply of the spirit. Show us how to walk in the fullness of what you've called us to as believers, as your church, as your body in Jesus name, that your will may be done and your glory may be seen and known and your plan affected and accomplished. We ask for it. Any wrong thinking, any ignorance, any darkness that has been hindering. Let your light shine bright and help us to get rid of it and get it out of the way and and, and get corrected and, and, and get changed. We ask for it in Jesus' name. We believe we receive it and we thank you for it. Amen. So be it. Now, here in Mark 9... We have the same account, or excuse me, a different account of the same happening in Matthew 17 and also in Luke. Go to Matthew 17, Matthew's account of this. And let's begin to, to look at something that's very close to home. Verse 14, when they were come to the multitude There came to him a certain man kneeling down and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's lunatic. And sore vexed. Oft times he falls into the fire and into the water, and I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus asked and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, And he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Do you believe that it was a spirit causing this boy's problem? How much has changed between then and now? Did something happen where all the evil spirits that were causing problems have been removed from the planet? And they're no longer a source and cause of problems. (laughs) Or is it still a factor? It is. Now he said in verse 19. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart. And they said. Why could not we cast him out? Why didn't it work? Why did they ask this question? This man brought his son. To the disciples. For help. and, And to get him set free. And apparently, they, they prayed, they cast, hmm, they did whatever they knew to do and had done before, and nothing worked. And nothing helped. The boy didn't get help, he didn't get free. And so, when Jesus came, he and the other three disciples had been up on top of the mountain where he was transfigured. Remember, we talked about that. His clothing became brighter than any white and light that you've seen on the earth. And, and the voice came from heaven. And he, he was there talking with Moses and Elijah. And when they came down off the mountain, the crowd is in an uproar, a striving, because the uh, leaders of the Jews are basically making a big deal out of the disciples' failure to get this boy set free. So this was not a good situation. And Jesus says bring him to me. And they brought him to him. And the boy goes into a seizure. Right there in front of Jesus. But Jesus cast that thing out. He commanded that thing to leave. And he did. And the boy was delivered and free. And he was free from those seizures. He was free from that condition. Trying to kill himself all the time. And all that stuff. And so the disciples later came to Jesus privately and they want to know. Now apparently they didn't know that Jesus, as some theologians try to say, that Jesus was doing this because he was the son of God and he was doing this proving his deity and that mere mortals dare not try. Because what do they want to know? Why couldn't we cast him out? Because they had tried. Why had they tried? And why would they think it's a problem? Because they couldn't. Had they been given. Power and authority. By Jesus. To do this. Had they? Yes they had. Had they been being successful. With other people in situations. Getting them healed. And getting them delivered. Then what happened here? Go with me, you're there in Matthew. Go with me back, let's see, to the um, 10th chapter and verse 1. Matthew 10:1, Jesus called unto him his 12 disciples. These same guys that are asking him, why couldn't we do it? And what did he do? He gave them power against unclean spirits. Now, this is one thing that all evil spirits have in common. None of them are holy. Can't be. They're unclean. To cast them out. And power to heal all manner of sickness. And all manner of disease. Did they have it? Did the Lord authorize them? And empower them? Power and authority. Against all unclean spirits. To cast them out. Power and authority to heal all manner of sickness and all every kind of sickness, every kind of disease. Did they have it? Did they have it? And had they been successful? Yes, they had. The Bible says in, in Luke 10, you don't have to go there. But Luke's account of this in Luke 10, 1, It says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also. So this blows a hole in people saying, well, it was just the 12. They had that power. No, it was 82. And then you got the book of Acts to contend with. Right? (laughs) And in other scriptures as well. It wasn't just Jesus. It wasn't just the 12. And how many think it wasn't just the 70 either that have been authorized and empowered? I seem to remember a scripture that says, these signs will follow them that believe. I I saw hands all over this place just minutes ago. Folks said, I believe, I believe, I believe. Huh? Did it say, these signs will follow them that believe? In my name, they'll cast out spirits. Uh, Obviously, the group that has been authorized and empowered is much bigger than the 12 or the 70. And in verse uh, 1, it says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70, sent them two and two before his face. And in verse 17, the 70 returned again with joy. And they said, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through your name. Are they having success? Yes, they are. They're commanding them to leave and they're leaving. They're commanding diseases to go and they're going. They're going. That's why no doubt. This man brought his son. To the disciples. If there had never been any success. In the disciples lives. He wouldn't have brought him to them. He'd have waited and tried to get him to Jesus. But he was convinced. He had heard many good testimonies. And so he brought his boy. To the disciples. And yet. No results at all. And then Jesus comes down off the mount and casts this thing out like they were trying to do. And the boys delivered and set free. So it's not surprising that they come later and say, what happened? <laughs> Why? Why didn't it work this time? Now, friend, there's a great truth for us to learn here. Go back to Matthew uh, 17. Matthew 17:19. 17, 17, 19, the disciples having come to Jesus by himself. I'm reading Young's literal translation. They said, wherefore were we not able to cast him out? And verse 20, Jesus said to them, through your want of faith. What does King James say? Because of your unbelief. The literal uh, definition of the word here is because of your little faith. That appear, that same phrase appears another three or four times in the same book of Matthew. Little faith. And it's obvious that that's what it means because of the rest of the passage here. Because of your little faith. What's because of their little faith? That's why they didn't see the boy get set free. Because of their little too little. Faith. Then he goes on to say. If you had faith. As a grain of mustard seed. (laughs) So how much faith did they have that day? (laughs) A grain of mustard. Is a small thing. And he's saying. Their faith was less than that. And that's why. They didn't get results that day. Even though. They had been authorized. And they had been empowered. By Jesus himself. They saw no results. Because. Of a serious. Lack of faith. True or not. Now friend. We we must get a revelation of this. Oh, the devil tries to hide this. He tries to obscure this and twist this and you'll get people get all mad and upset. Are you trying to say I don't have much faith? Well, do you? Why would you think you got a lot? Where'd you get that idea? Well, we all have faith. People say we all have faith. No, we don't. I'm going to prove it to you from the scriptures. Then I'm going to go back to the one that you're thinking about right now. We're going to talk about it too. But before we go further, what was the problem here this day? See, people try to make it all kind of stuff. They try to say, well, God was teaching them this, or it wasn't the will of God. He did, Jesus didn't say one thing about the will of God. What did he say? Too little faith. Why don't we stay with what Jesus said? Well, it must not have been the will of God. No, no, no. It was because of too little faith. Why do things not happen? Too little faith. 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 Period. Folks don't like that. Do they? They don't like that. They want it to be something else. They want it to be the mysterious will of God. Something we can't understand, don't understand. No, it's because of too little faith. I'm going to give you some more scripture. Are you ready for some scripture? I'm going to load you up with scripture. How many like scripture? Anybody like scripture in here? Get ready. Brace yourself. Just in the book of Matthew, just just this one book. I'm, I don't, don't try to turn with me through all these if you're taking notes and want to you can jot the reference down real quick but Matthew 6 30 Jesus said if God clothes the grass of the field shall he not much more clothe you oh ye of little faith mm-hmm. why do people worry about their needs being met little faith. too little faith right. mm-hmm. Come on. you ever worried about your needs not getting met mm-hmm. why too faith. if we had more faith we wouldn't worry Matthew 8, 10, Jesus said, I hadn't found so great faith, not in Israel. And he said to the centurion later in verse 13, as you have believed, so be it done to you. Matthew 8, 26, he said to him, why are you so fearful? O ye of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Why didn't they get up and rebuke the wind and waves? Too little faith. Is that what he said? He said, your faith's too little. Who's talking? Jesus. Matthew 9, when they brought him that was sick of the palsy, and he said, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. He saw their faith, the Bible said. Verse 22, the woman with the issue of blood, daughter, be of good comfort, your faith has made you whole. When the blind men came, he said, you believe I'm able to do this? They said, yes. He said, then according to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew 14, he said, O thou of little faith, why did you doubt? This is why Peter didn't complete his water walk. (laughs) too little faith too little faith why do people keep trying to make it something else whole denominations whole schools of theology are bent on making it something else other than our faith when Jesus said Jesus said it's your faith your faith Oh, the enemy doesn't want us to see this. He doesn't want us to get this. Because if he can keep us in the dark about this, he can keep us without results. He can keep us without miracles. He can keep us locked in the natural, limited to the flesh. But Jesus said, and I'm big on what he said. How about you? I'm, I'm big on what Jesus said. He said, If you'll believe, all things are possible to those that believe. You can have miraculous things happen in your body, in your mind, in your family, in your finances, in your life. Things that you could never fix. Things that other people could never get for you. You can get them. You can have them. You can do them. You can be it. If you'll dare to believe is possible and let your faith rise up and quit fearing and quit worrying and quit being limited by what other people say can and can't happen and you just dare to stand up and go I believe it 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 it. and I'm going to say it and I'm going to expect it I believe I receive it I'm going to have it and other people can shake their heads and mock right. <laughs> but they'll quit mocking when it happens right. or oh, they may come up for some kind of explanation about it but you'll be enjoying it I said you'll be enjoying it Matthew 14 31 he said oh thou of little faith why did you doubt Matthew 15:28. Jesus said, Woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was healed. Matthew 16, 8. When Jesus perceived, he said, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves because you've brought no bread? Again, they were upset because of not having enough food and supplies. Why do people worry? Too little faith. When you get more faith, you quit worrying. I said, when you get more faith, you quit worrying. When you get more faith... You quit worrying. Being fearful and doubtful is evidence of too little faith. Too little faith. You've been there. I've been there. We don't need to play games. We don't need to pretend like our faith is so big. We need to get real with God. And we need to cry out like that man said, I believe. I believe. Best as I know how. You know where I am, Lord. I believe. Help me get the rest of the way there. Help me. Help me get the rest of the way there. And when he did that, he got a miracle. He did. I said, he got a miracle. Yeah. Too many folks in word and faith circles acting like they got so much faith when they don't. Talking big faith doesn't mean you have big faith. Faith is not fantasy. Faith is not pretend. Faith is real. It's in your heart. Jesus talked about it all the time. He went on to say, In Matthew 17, 17, we just got through reading it. Oh, faithless and perverse generation. And when they asked him, what was the problem? He said, it's because of your unbelief. It's because of your unbelief. In Matthew 20, we're just talking just in the book of Matthew now. Matthew 21, 21, Jesus said, if you have faith and doubt not, you'll not only do that which is done to the fig tree. In other words, you will not only do what I just did, But if you say to this mountain, "Be removed and cast into the sea," it'll be done. And all things, whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Did Jesus say it? Did He emphasize faith over? It's not just a casual reference. In the book of John alone, book of John, over a hundred, one hundred references to believing and having faith. Just that one book, one hundred plus. I mean every chapter, multiple times. Believe, 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 believe. How many is that? Have I got to a hundred yet? Believe, 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 believe. Reckon how much you and I ought to talk about believing. How much should we be talking about faith? That's why faith is in giant letters on the front of this building. Faith is not a movement. Faith is the way you live. Faith is the way you overcome. Faith is the way you receive. Faith is the way you please God. And there is no substitute. None. Somebody say, Thank God for faith. Are you a faith man? Faith woman? I just got through saying, Are you an overcomer? Huh? I just got through saying, Are you a God pleaser? You a God pleaser? <laughs> Faith man, faith woman, thanks be to God. When they asked him, Lord, why? Why didn't it work? What did he tell them? The Weiss translation says, because of the littleness of your faith. And then he talks about littleness. Didn't he? He said, if you had faith. So they must not have had so much that day. If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mountain. Apparently he's pointing to a mountain over here. Remove from here to there. And what would happen? It would happen. Remember how many people actually believe that? There's a whole lot of people that don't believe that at all. They believe that's fantasy, that's hocus pocus, that's storybook, fairy tale. That means you don't believe the Bible. Did Jesus function like this? Did he speak to trees, the wind, the waves, speak to the dead to rise? Didn't he? And did it happen? Did it happen? Did it? If it didn't happen, this book's not true. And you and I are fools for being here tonight. Oh, but if it did. I said if it did. (laughs) And if it's true that he said, if you'll believe and have faith and won't doubt, you can do what I did. Did he say that? Did he say that? Read it. And not only that, but you could say to this mountain. Remove from here and go to there and it shall remove and not even one thing will be impossible to you. If you had faith, as a grain of mustard seed, if you had just a little faith, friend, the faith of God is powerful force. It don't take much to change your life. But people have been kidding themselves. That they got all this faith. Can you see this? People have been imagining, oh, well, faith's not the problem. I got faith. <laughs> Do you now? They didn't on this day. Here, i quiet it, yes. I've had people tell me, I've had people say, well, now, somebody wasn't getting results in an area of their life. And they say, well, now, you know, faith's not the problem. They, got, they have strong faith. And in talking with them for five minutes in that area, they had no faith. None. And yet it's confusing to people because they've kind of rolled up. They say, well, you know, what's it like that commercial? Well, parts is parts, right? I mean, faith is faith. (laughs) No, faith is not faith. You can have strong faith that you're saved. You can have strong faith that God is real. You can have strong faith that you're going to heaven when you die and have absolutely no faith to be healed. Or no faith to get your bills paid. Just because you got faith in one area doesn't mean you got strong faith in all areas. And I think that's what's confusing to some people. No. On this day, even though these men had been having success, their faith wasn't there. And so they did everything they usually did. They rebuked. They bound. Which shows us it's not just going through the physical motions that gets things done. This could answer some questions for us, couldn't it, friends? Jesus said in John, is it 6.63? Put it up on the screen for us. I think it is. John 6.63. Jesus said, it's the Spirit that quickens the flesh does what you can scream you can holler you can stomp your feet and without something going on in the spirit nothing will happen you can say the right phrase that's what they did that's what the disciples did that day the flesh profits nothing Jesus said the words I speak unto you they're what Spirit. Somebody say spirit. Amen. What do we got to learn more about? Spirit. What do we got to function more in? Spirit. Not flesh. Spirit. Faith is spiritual. Faith is of the spirit. Not the head. For with the heart man believes. Roman says. Don't let this bug you. Get excited about it. Because there are answers here. How many want to find out why it didn't work? And if you find out why it didn't work, what else could you know? What else could you know? What else could you know? Could you know? It could put you in a position to where this time, this time, it works. That's right. But if you want to be proud and defensive, you trying to say something's wrong with my faith? trying to say I don't have enough faith (laughs) I think Jesus already said it and I think he said it scores of times has the world changed so much has humanity changed so much since when he was standing in front of the crowd going you faithless bunch how long am I going to have to put up with this has the world changed so much since then or do you reckon us still having to deal with the same corrupt world and the same flesh and the same ignorance and the same junk lack of faith is a serious problem today now let me establish further what I referred to I told you we would so here we go does everyone have faith and does everyone have strong faith what does the word say we just, I just got through reading you several scriptures where Jesus told people their faith was too little. That must mean something. I made, we made this statement to you at the beginning of the series. Faith, real faith, is rare and it is precious. I said it's rare and it's, pr- I didn't say there's not any around, but it's not everywhere. And when you find it, it's precious. 1 Peter 1 7, in the NIV says, Your faith is of greater worth than gold. 2 Thessalonians 3 2, he said, Pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men. 2 Thessalonians 3 2, for all men have not faith. The NIV says, Not everyone has faith. Is that true or not? <laughs> Did I lose somebody? Does everyone have faith? No. no, they don't. No, they don't. Deuteronomy thirty two twenty. Deuteronomy thirty two twenty, the Lord had said, I'll see what their end will be, for they're a froward generation, children in whom is no faith. Children in whom is what? No faith. Mark four thirty nine. When Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And verse 40, he said to them, why are you so fearful? What's fearful? Full of fear. He said, why are you so full of fear? How is it that you have no faith? Did Jesus say on that occasion in that situation they had no faith? Did he? And on multiple occasions, did he tell them their faith was too little? They had some, but it's less than a mustard seed. (laughs) It was just almost not there. Now, I know folks don't like to hear that. But is it Bible or not? How is it that you have no faith? Now, why am I camping on this? Because if we don't get it straightened out, if we want to keep on imagining we got all this faith, And that can't be what the problem is. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. But it can't be our faith. Because we faith people. We got faith stickers. We got 20 Bibles. Come on, are you listening to me? And we got a closet full of tape series and books on faith. It can't be faith. That can't be it. What would Jesus say? Is he the same yesterday, today, and forever? Would he say something different than what he told these folks? Would it be different? Would it be different? Now, on the other hand, there were occasions, not too many, but there were occasions where he looked at people and said, I hadn't seen great faith like this in the whole country. So is it possible to have strong faith? Yes, it is. But do you find it on every corner? No. no, you don't. No, you don't. And does everybody have faith in every area? No. Obviously they don't. Obviously they don't. Let me read further to you. He said on this occasion, How is it that you have no faith? Second Corinthians thirteen five said, Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith, and prove your own selves. Now, what a lot of people will focus on is Romans 12:3, where it says in Romans 12:3, uh, I'm reading the NIV, by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Some people say, well, you know, that means all of us have faith. No, it doesn't. He's writing to believers here, for one thing, Mm -hmm. and he's talking about not thinking more highly of yourself. When you look at what you've been able to do, you need to thank God that he's allowed you to develop faith. He brought the word to you, right? He quickened it to you by his spirit. And faith, in order to grow and develop, has to be fed, and it has to be exercised. That's right. You don't just automatically have strong faith. Now, could anybody believe? Yes, they could. Will everybody believe? No, they won't. Everyone has the ability to have faith. Everyone has the ability to develop in faith, even strong faith. But many have not. The Bible talks about it in Ephesians 4. Faith and grace go together. You couldn't even know about faith, wouldn't even have any faith except for the grace of God. And Ephesians 4, 7 says, to every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. To how many of us? Every. To how many of us? Every. So that means everyone then is operating in great grace. No, it doesn't. Because listen to 2 Corinthians 6, 1. 2 Corinthians six one. We then as workers together with him beseech you that you receive not the grace of God in vain. Can you have something available to you but you not use it at all? Yes. And that's how faith is. Anybody could believe. Anybody could develop in faith. But many, many, many have not and won't. They won't. And you can see evidence of lack of faith by presence of fear. Presence of fear reveals lack of faith. There's no such thing as being strong in faith about that thing and being scared silly and can't sleep and pacing the floor and worrying. No such thing. Because when you get full of faith, it pushes out the fear. And faith works by love and love, perfect love, full love, cast out, throws it out, expels it. How many think we need to quit pretending? We need to quit playing games and talking faith talk, but not having faith. (laughs) But isn't exciting to know that we don't have to be mystified about why things didn't work. Did they or didn't they have the authority? And have the power? Did they? They did. Had they been getting results? Yes, they had. But not today. No results at all. And they prayed all the prayers. They rebuked and bound. They went through the motions and nothing. And what did Jesus say about it? What did He say? Because of your faith that's not even as big as a mustard seed. (laughs) Because if you had that much faith, you could move mountains. Faith must be potent stuff. Right? The real faith of God is amazing. People talk about how much faith. You don't need much faith to get amazing things happening in your life. But you do need some. I said, you do need some. (laughs) Now, would you like to get into the fix for this? I thought you might. What do we do about this? What did he tell them to do about it? Go back with me. We were there in uh, Mark's account and Matthew's account. He said it is because of the littleness of your faith in Matthew 17. It's because your faith is so small. The NIV, the the new version of the NIV in verse 20, Matthew 17, 20 says, Because your faith is much too small. What I'm about to tell you is true. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, it is enough. You can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it'll move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Verse 21, what's the next verse say? It said, this kind goes out by what? Prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Now there's been whole doctrines developed on this. Prayer and fasting. But this is this is how you get to previous problems, excuse me, mentioned in the previous verse, it's how you get it fixed. Prayer and fasting will help you get it fixed. Amen. Lord. If you're serious about having more faith. You need to feed your faith on the word of God. And needs to be some prayer prayer. And it's not a bad word. <laughs> Needs to be some fasting. Why? Why? Now what we need to establish right here all this flows together. When they asked him why couldn't we cast him out? What Jesus say? Because of your unbelief. That's the answer to the question. That's what the problem was. But how do you deal with the problem? Well, we know there were occasion, like in Jesus' own hometown, when he could there do no mighty works, and then it says after that, he went around about their cities and village teaching. But you can't say that these guys had never heard any word. You can't say they didn't know anything, and they hadn't had any faith, because they had. You couldn't say they didn't know about authority or they didn't know about power or they didn't know about God's will to heal because they did. So what do they need? They need some prayer and fasting. I said they need some prayer and fasting to get back spiritual. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit but you'll see they had gotten too carnal. They'd gotten in the flesh too much. We're going to prove it to you from Scripture. Well, it wouldn't be too hard to figure out. Why would you need to pray and fast? Now, you don't pray spirits out. Nor do you fast spirits out. If you did, that's what Jesus was talking about. Then when this situation would have occurred and they brought the boy, and the boy went into the seizure, Jesus would have said, let's pray. Wouldn't he? Yes, this kind comes out by prayer. Let's pray and fast till it comes out. Right. No, he didn't say that. Did he do that? No. Did he pray it out? No. no, he did not. Did he fast it out? No. He'd have said, let's start fasting. Wouldn't he? Let's all fast till this thing comes out. No, he didn't pray it out. He didn't fast it out. He cast it out. No, no, no. Don't don't get off. Don't get messed up. You don't pray it out. You don't fast it out. You. What did he do? He didn't say let's kneel down here and pray. Did he? He didn't say let's fast for a few days. See what happens. Mm-mm, no, no. What's the praying and fasting for? That's for them. Praying and fasting doesn't give you authority. They already had authority. They'd been walking in it. Praying and fasting doesn't give you power. They already had power. They'd been walking in it. Is that right? What does praying and fasting do? Helps get you by the nap of the neck. And get you back out of your carnality and your flesh and your junk. And get you more aware of the spirit. Come on are you listening? And get you closer to God again. So you can begin to function not in the flesh but in the spirit again. And begin to operate in what you already have. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Is it true or not? Hallelujah. Now, uh, go with me then to uh, Mark and the the ninth chapter. Isn't this where we started out? Mark nine. I want us to read a little further down in the passage and see something here. Mark nine. Verse 23, where Jesus said, you know, if you can believe all things are possible. 24, the man cried out, I believe, 25, and uh, 26, 27, Jesus picked the, the boy up by his hand. And verse 28, when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? And he said to them, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. But if you put all the accounts together, you see what we've already said. And they departed thence and passed through Galilee, and he'd have no man know it. He taught his disciples, and they understood uh, not what he was saying, and they were afraid to ask him, what is fear indicative of? Lack of faith. Now, why would that be? Let's just stop right here. Fear is subtle. It's insidious. It's all over the place. And so many times people don't even notice it. These boys are getting worked up about, well, I don't, what's he talking about? I don't know. And they got afraid. What is there to get afraid about? What would faith say? Faith would say, he'll show us. We'll get it. He loves us. He's for us. Even if we need to be corrected, it's for our own good. We're going to wind up in a better place, right? Right. Faith is not going to get all tied up in knots and go, well, what's he talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Why would not he just explain it? (laughs) Why don't you relax and have some faith? Faith is very simple. Faith is very simple. Let me show you faith. going to be alright that's faith that is strong faith when everybody else is getting rattled and getting shaken and getting upset and getting scared faith says hey 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 it's going to be okay that was fat Albert wasn't it
1: <laughs> hey 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 it's going to be okay <laughs>
0: Somebody needed that right there. Getting a little too intense for And so I want you to notice as we we go down through here. The very next couple of of phrases here. Verse 32, they didn't understand and they were afraid to ask him. Why? Because Jesus was just mean and too hard to talk to. No. Because they lacked faith. And are too quick to believe junk. And get upset and believe lies. And he came to Capernaum. And being in the house he asked him. What was it that you were arguing about. Among yourselves by the way. And nobody said a word. (laughs) Not a peep. Why? Because by the way. They had disputed among themselves what? Who should be the greatest? This is why they needed to fast and pray. Getting too big for their britches. That's a good southern. Anybody know what I mean by that? What does that mean? They got authority. They got power. Their ministry is getting known. People are bringing folks for help from far and near. I tell you what, we can handle it no matter what. Yeah, bring him on, bring him on. (laughs) And that day, all of them shouted and rebuked and bound, waved their hands and spit cotton, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Why? Because they weren't authorized? They were authorized. Because they weren't empowered? They were empowered. Had been having wonderful results. Go over to Luke 4. The scripture says that the servant is not above his master. If we're going to see miraculous things happen like the master had we won't do it another way. It'll have to be the same way that he did. it. And how did he come to do it? We're shown the path from the beginning, the very first miracle that occurred in his ministry until he went to the cross. We're shown how it happened, how it began, how it operated. And does anybody remember reading in the book of John where he said, if you believe on me, the works I do, you'll do also. Did he say it? Come on, did he say it? Yes. And greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. Fo- if he'd have stayed, then it just got bigger and bigger and greater and greater. But that's not the only reason he was here. He was on a short track to the cross to pay for our sins. Thank God. But how did he do it? How were the sick healed? How were the blind eyes open, the deaf ears open, the lame walk, the dead raised? How? 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 He didn't do it as the Son of God. He didn't do it as God. He did it as a man. He did it as a man. Anointed with the Holy Spirit. He did it as a man by faith in God. That's how he did it. And that's why he kept telling everybody that was needing help, believe, have faith, right? Believe. And it's why the devil fights so hard to obscure this and to hide it and to make it something else other than a faith issue. Because he knows. You and I start operating in faith like the master did. There's nothing he can do to stop it. Mighty things will begin to happen. Why haven't more amazing things happened? Too little faith. And what will you see if that faith actually begins to increase and rise? You're going to begin to see. Mighty things happen. And why would the Lord have us talking about this and thinking about it and looking at it and feeding on it? Our faith is already rising. I said our faith is already coming up. It's already coming up. We've been saying it by faith for years. And greater things than these. Haven't we? Shall we see? And then what do we say after that? All the glory. All the glory. All the glory. Be to our great God. And the Lord's helping us, saints. He's helping us. He's ministering to us precious things. Precious things. Things that generations of people did not see and know. But he's revealed unto the church. Did they know about some of this in the beginning days of the church in the book of Acts? Did they walk in some of this? Oh yes they did. I mean people got healed from Peter's shadow coming across them. Is that right? Philip was translated from one town to another. Boom he's here. Boom he's over there. Miles and miles away. Amazing things happen. Dead raised. Sick healed. Are we a part of the same church? Yes. Do we still have the same Holy Spirit? Yes. Can we have the same faith?
1: Yes.
0: It's not a different faith. It's the same faith. But see the enemies tried, tried, tried. Been too successful through century after century. To get this out of the church. To get us away from faith. And onto something else. So that we're dead. And powerless. And so that people stay away from us. By the millions. Because who wants to hear a bunch of. Heady stuff. About God that may or may not be true. You know what people are hungry for. You know what people are desperately hungry for. The reality. Of the living God. The reality. Of the living God. Hallelujah. When his presence is manifested. And something happens. And something is changed. Oh now you can always walk off and try to explain it. And doubt it. But honest people will go. That's real. That's real. Don't care what you say. And the people that happened to us. Sure say like that man. He said I don't know about all that. But I know this. I was blind. And now I can see. I know that. And their solution was to kick him out of the church. He didn't know it, but they did him a favor. (laughs) You don't want to be in a church like that. (laughs) They had disputed who should be the greatest. Now, in Luke 4, are you there? In Luke 4, when Jesus was baptized in the river, and when he came up, 322 says, the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him the holy spirit came on him is that the last man that the holy spirit ever came on oh, no. how about the day of pentecost yeah. but at this point in the earth at that time there was nobody who had the spirit on them like this and what happened immediately in chapter 4 jesus being full of the holy spirit returned from jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness Being 40 days tempted of the devil. What? Is the devil real? Are evil spirits real? Now we see Jesus here in Mark 9. We see him casting out evil spirits. And it happened a lot. Driving out diseases. But before any of that happened, this happened. Y'all with me, saints? And what did Jesus do out in the wilderness there for those 40 days and nights? Prayed and fasted. That's what he was doing. Are we talking about fasting and prayer? Yeah, we are. There's no shortcut. If you want to get serious, you want God to get real to you, you want spiritual things to get real to you, We have to put this flesh under. We've got to spend time with God. There's no substitute. You can learn all the scriptures in the world. And if you don't do that. It's not going to make up for it. You're still just going to be quoting them off the top of your head. And stuck in the flesh. And it's not just saying this. And saying that. And going through the motions. The disciples went through the motions. Didn't they on that day? They went through all the motions. But the flesh profits nothing. And I want you to notice what happened now. The moment you get serious, and I'm saying this because I'm trusting that a lot of us are going to get serious about this, right? I'm going to lay some flesh aside and draw near to God. Let him draw near to us. But as surely as you do that, the devil is going to try to get you off. He will try to get you off. Did he do it with Jesus? What's in the balance here? Now we know Jesus being our sacrifice is the greatest thing. But here we're looking at the ministry of Jesus. And the the devil doesn't know everything. But he's a spirit being. He's been around for who knows how long. He knows some things just by reason of time. And he sees the Holy Spirit come on Jesus without measure. He sees all this anointing and power come on Jesus. He's scared. He what does the anointing do? Does anybody know what the anointing does? What does the anointing do? It, destroys the it does what to yokes? It destroys, it destroys yoke. Who's yokes. Whose it yokes? Is it's his? Yeah. Who's in the bondage business? And the burden business. It removes burdens. It destroys yokes. Mental anguish. Is a yoke and a burden. Disease is a yoke and a burden. Come on are y'all with me. All say, Yokes and burdens. And sometimes the enemy has worked. In multiple generations. To get those kind of strongholds. In people's minds. And to get them locked into that kind of life. And the anointing can come on them and in less than a second destroy that off of them. And the devil, he doesn't know everything, but he sees that. But you know what he knows that a lot of people don't know? The anointing alone won't get it done. It's got to be mixed with faith. And if He can get you faith and destroy your faith, it's like you got this big pile of dynamite sitting here, but no fuse.
1: Right.
0: Wow. <laughs> nothing to set it off with. Nothing to release it. In those days, Jesus did eat nothing. Is He fasting? Yes, He is. When they're ended, He afterward hungered. Why is he, is he fasting to get power? No. no, the Holy Spirit's already come on Him. No. What's he fasting about? Well, you see immediately. Verse three, the devil said to him, if you be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Why? What's this about? Friend, what the enemy will try to do every time is get you to focus on you. To get you to focus on you and people, it's too many times, they're going to be spiritual. They're going to press in. They're going to pray in tongues for four hours. They're going to fast for three days. But so many times they don't realize the enemy's already got them set up for failure. Why? Because they are going to get power so they can do something for God. Somebody said, what's wrong with that? Everything is wrong with that. We don't do things by God. He does things by us. We don't do things. We we don't get God's power and God's things and go out and fix the world. No. 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 He does things by men that will yield to him and submit to him. What's the enemy trying to get Jesus to do? Prove who you are. Show what you are. Show what you can do. What was one of the other things? Cast yourself off. Because it's written. He's given his angels charge over you. Do what? Demonstrate that you got faith. Demonstrate that you have power. Isn't it subtle? I said, isn't it subtle? Isn't it tricky? Would Jesus do it? He refused to do it. What can keep you from getting off and getting weird? The Word, I said the Word, a submission to the written Word of God and a submission to God. He's everything. It's not about me becoming some big anything. It's not about me becoming powerful. See, people have got this in their minds. They've watched too many, uh, what's those movies? Uh, about the sorcerers and all that stuff. Yeah, they watched too many Harry Potter movies. And they got it in their mind that I can press in here and I can pray and I can fast until I get power. And then I'm going to come out and wappo (laughs) zappo. And whether they say it or not, I'm going to be something great. Was that what the disciples were arguing about? Is that what they were arguing about? Why? They have tasted of authority. They have tasted of the power. They've seen people get healed. They've seen people get delivered. And now what are they talking about? What are they talking about? And what happens at the same time? No manifestation of power. No manifestation of authority. No more results. Friend, can you see what the enemy was trying to do with Jesus? What's he trying to do? He's trying to get him to emphasize his self. I'm the son of God. Watch me do this. I have faith. But what was Jesus' claim to fame? Have you ever heard Jesus talk about these things? Did you know Jesus never took credit for one miracle or one healing? Did you know it? Not a one. Not a one. Not one time. Let me remind you what he said. Do you want to hear what Jesus said about it? Let me remind you what he said. Thank you, Father. Somebody say, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Jesus said in John 5, 19, he said, the son can do nothing of himself. Is Jesus said, I can't do anything by myself. Did he say that? Why? Well, it has to be because he's operating as a man. But what he sees the Father do, for what things soever he does, these also doeth the Son likewise. In verse 30, he said, I can of my own self do nothing. What can you and I do? What can you and I do? Maybe if we get spiritual enough. If we fast enough, we pray enough, we'll go clean the hospital out. No, you won't. I said, no, you won't well, if i got enough faith, you won't. Why would Jesus walk up to five porches full of sick people, minister to one man, him get healed, and then leave? Why not just clean all the porches out? That's what he saw the Father do. And he did that. People have imagined you could just do things at will and at whim. And people have separated trying to exercise faith and authority from being led by the Holy Spirit and having a close personal relationship with God. And they tried to do it mechanically. And it doesn't work. I said it doesn't work. You get it in your mind that you're something and you're going to find out what it is. There's going to be nothing to it. It's going to be flat. It's going to be empty. It's going to be fruitless. But what you can do is do what Jesus did. You can draw near to him. And you can say, Lord, I know I can't do anything. But I can do what you show me to do. I can say what you tell me to say. And if you'll do that, it it just takes simple faith. When he shows you, when he says, you just go just like Jesus did. You go and you say it. You go and you do it. And God. God moves in and does something. And you didn't do something by the power of God. God did something by you. He did it. He did it. Oh, somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. John 8, 28, he said it again. Jesus said, when you've lifted up the Son of Man, you'll know I'm he, that I do nothing of myself. As my Father has taught me, I speak these things, and I seek not my own glory. Not seeking my glory. Jesus said, I came down not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Jesus never took credit for one healing, or one deliverance, or one miracle. He was adamant, and he was quick to say, I cannot do one thing by myself. Now, the church has completely ignored this. And they're saying, you hear people preach, Jesus walked on the water. Why? He's God. Jesus raised the dead. Why? He's God. Well, he did and he is, but that implication is wrong. It implies that he's doing it with the power of God. And that's not true. The Bible said he emptied himself he laid aside his mighty weight and power and glory and became like other men. Yeah. That's what he well, then how did he do these things? He said, same way we could do them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Fasting is hard on your pride. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you get to feeling a little big for your britches. <laughs> Just don't pull the plate out. Cut yourself off from the things you like to do, and instead of running around with your buddies and yakking and cutting up, get in the room and close the door and pray, Amen. and get quiet, and humble yourself, and pray in the spirit for a couple of hours. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Why would Jesus fast like this and pray like this? You know what he's doing. He's not given the enemy anything to work with. He's got his flesh at such a low level of up. Op- I mean after 40 days, your flesh is barely here. And the devil just ain't got much to work. The more flesh is operative and the stronger it is, the more the devil's got to work with. And because he's drawing near and he's praying and he's communing with God, he's given God everything to work with. And that's why when the enemy came in, no matter how subtle he was, no matter how crafty he was, come in there quoting scriptures and all that. What did Jesus do? It is written. He wasn't out to prove who he was and what he could do. He was here to do the will of the Father. And that's all he was here to do. He wasn't here to prove he was some big something, although he is. He's everything. He's showing us how it works. And he said, the servant's not above his master. If you'll become like the master, then you'll see the kind of things that happen with the master. Are you and I hungry for this answer? Would you open up your heart and mind for the Lord to show you how to do this, how to draw near? Do you see what to be on your guard for? What should you be on your guard about? This is how the enemy will try to come in. Oh, you're going to have the greatest ministry since Paul the Apostle. Mm -hmm. Friend, you better jump up and say, get behind me, Satan, because that is the devil. Parents, don't tell your kids stuff like this. This is the enemy trying to mess them up before they get started. You need to have them saying what Jesus said. I can of my own self do nothing. I cannot do one thing because of who I am and what I am. You need to have them practice in humility which is just truth. It's just the truth. Move of God after move of God has come in the earth and been messed up right after because men got in the way and tried to take credit for it. I'm believing God to manifest himself. Are you yes, I'm believing God to manifest himself yes. in our midst, yes. and when he does Joseph you know, so didn't say if yes. he's already doing some things yes sir when he does greater things than these yes. what are we going to do? what are we going to do saints are we going to know enough to not get to thinking we got something we can do something no 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 and uh, if you get to Feeling some, like some of this stuff with the disciples, apostles. Now, all of us like to say, well, I know better than that. I'm, I'm not going to talk about who's greater. Friend, in, these, in our churches, we've had to deal with it far too much. People get it in their mind. I'm going to be promoted. They're going to use me. I'll be next in line. And if it didn't happen, who? Oh, man. You'll find out they've were they been thinking a lot about who's going to be the greatest. <laughs> That's how you miss out. Friend, how many think you ought to be so glad to have any part in the work of God? Yes. To have any place, yes. any part, should you be so glad? So many times people have thought wrong. They thought, well, they don't appreciate me. They don't value me. They don't value my gifts. They don't value... If you think that and believe that, you're judging them. And the Bible says if you judge, you're guilty of the same thing. What does that mean? It means the truth is you don't appreciate the place you have. You don't appreciate what's been given to you. That's the truth. Elsewise, you wouldn't be thinking like that. You wouldn't be talking like that. Friends, it was the devil's downfall, wasn't it? I will be like the Most High. I will exalt my throne above the sides of the I. That was his downfall. Pride, self-seeking and he endeavors to breathe that into every human being on the planet and infect all of us with that terrible ugly devilish junk. And you and I got flesh. All of us got flesh. Don't you say well I never had trouble. I I overcame that back in 1985. (laughs) That's the day it won. (laughs) every day you open your eyes this flesh is selfish is proud and you got to get it by the nap of the neck and you got to remind yourself daily that without him I'm nothing and without him I can't have anything I can't do anything and I ought to be totally thankful for anything I have opportunity to be involved in with his things totally Stand on your feet, friends. Let's lift our hands and lift our hearts to the Lord. Thank him for light. Thank him for truth. Thank him for his word. Let me lead you in a, in a prayer. Just close your eyes, please. No looking around.
1: Say it out loud. Father
0: God. I believe in you. I believe in you. You, are very great.
1: you are very great.
0: I believe in the master. I in the master. Jesus, Jesus. The Messiah. The, Messiah. The, Redeemer. the Redeemer. King of kings. King of kings. Lord, of lords, Lord of lords. And my Lord. My Lord. My Lord. My Lord. Lord I acknowledge. Lord, I acknowledge. Lack, of lack of results. is not your fault. Not And not your will. will. It comes back. back. To no faith. faith. And too little faith.
1: faith. We accept that. We We know it's truth.
0: But we know it doesn't have to be that way. And we ask you. Open our eyes. And our ears. And our hearts. And our minds. And show us. What real faith is. And what operating and walking in the Spirit really is just like the Master did. Just like the Master did. We believe it and we receive it and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, just lift your hands and praise the Lord. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church.